God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course, he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Well, they are really ramping things up. You know, um, the mainstream media is getting involved with a lot of the politics now. So, for example, the uh, Saturday Night Live is getting involved with gun control, gun legislation. Uh, but there's so much hypocrisy going on with that, too, because Hunter Biden, for example, got his gun after lying on his application that he was drug free, that he wasn't doing drugs during a time when everybody knows he was doing drugs. So square that one. He's caught in the bold face live, yet he gets to keep his guns. But uh, if you're a Republican, you can't. If you're a Republican and you fight back against Antifa in Oregon, uh, conser- if you're a conservative, uh, you're the one that actually gets attacked by the police. The police will stand down and let Antifa run roughshod all over Portland. But if you are if you fight back against Antifa, it's game over for you. You spend the weekend in jail. And that's the kind of thing that's been happening, this two standards of justice. This, this two standards of justice that is going to actually get people killed as a result of people taking the law into their own hands. But you're going to have to do that at some point. You're going to have to do it. A rapper can uh, threaten the life of Caitlin Bennett on Twitter and not be banned from Twitter. But if she were to fight back and threaten the life of him, she would be banned on Twitter forever. So it doesn't make any sense. Not at all. So, um, we're also, like we've talked about, talking about the vaccines, passports. That's what this is all about, isn't it? So, the whole thing about controlling populations that globalists love so much. Moving populations around with migration, with refugees. Putting them wherever you they want to put you. They'll put you wherever they want. 
They'll put you on a bus, they'll put you on a plane, and you'll pay for it. The taxpayer will pay for it. Whether it's a plane, whether it's a train, whether it's a bus, planes, trains, and automobiles, whatever it is. <laughs> I like that movie. Yeah, remember, the, you, remember that movie? Wasn't that a great movie with uh, John Candy and Steve Martin, right? Yeah. It was a lot more sensitive a movie than people thought. Oh, absolutely. It wasn't just a comedy. It wasn't just a comedy. Yeah. But so a welcome. lonely man at Christmas. Well, welcome to you, too. All right. All right. So, um, yeah, so uh, this, this whole globalist thing, right? Stoltenberg, for example, is saying, you know, China is a blessing in disguise. It gives us a purpose over in NATO, Stoltenberg. But the globalists, like Merkel, are going to come up with a new strand of vaccine, a new strand of virus uh, to push further vaccines. And then what we have here is a Biden administration working to launch vaccine passports so Americans can prove they're, they've been inoculated well, I told and you return that was, to normalcy. You see, I've told you that was coming. You know, as soon as they made the vaccine registrations available, I said the next shoe to drop will be you will not be allowed to get on a plane without a vaccination. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, so the Biden administration is now working to launch Vaccine passports. Hmm. So Americans can prove they've been inoculated. Think about but that. You at know, the at same the, time, they're also working to take away your guns. There are, well, there's that too. But, you know, think about it. This is like what life was like when immigrants came here. And you look at the old scenes of immigrants coming here. They wanted to check to make sure that they had been inoculated for the various diseases. And, and it still happens now. People, you know, exa- physically examine people as they come across the border. Right. No surprise. Right. Well, welcome, caller. You're uh, on the air. Hey, good morning, Scott and Lenore. Good morning. Uh, those aren't pillows. Um, <laughs> from the movie, those aren't pillows. I didn't get that one. I didn't get. <laughs> I don't know that movie. Which movie Plane, is trains, that? And automobiles. Oh. Oh, right. Right. Anyway, wait, wait, what scene is that? <laughs> no, no. I remember the line. I can't remember the scene, but now well, as he's yeah, saying, they're laying in bed. He says. He says, where are your hands? He says, between two pillows. He says, oh, those aren't pillows. Oh, <laughs> I remember that now. Yeah, yeah, it's two big, fat butt cheeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I'm still trying so, to get that uh, visual out of my head. Well, but John Candy was great, though. <laughs> yeah, he was it. great. Um, I was wondering, uh, maybe if uh, you guys could kind of start a conversation on how do we counteract the, uh, the the tyrants in these uh, uh, these stores and, and companies that that are forcing this thing on us? Um, like uh, you know when they when they tell you put your mask on and you don't, and then they want to say that you're trespassing and all that. I mean, uh, you know, can you, can you tell them? Well, when did the trespassing start? Did I trespass when I entered the store? When was I trespassing? You know, nobody asked that question. Oh, that's a great question, actually. Yeah. That's yeah. a really good question. Yeah. You know, and and what about what about the public humiliation and the and the wrongful accusations and the and the you know I mean how how are these people getting away with it? Why do they feel like they're untouchable? Well, I mean, the the easy answer to that is private business can do anything they want, right? They're not bound by the Constitution. Can they really, though? You're right. Well, that's a great I mean, question because, because I, if if I say if I say hey I can't serve you you're black, 
That's re- that would well, what would that be right? Well, that, you can, well, you can't do that. Yeah, no, because, you can't. Okay, so there is well, there well, are cans yeah. and cannot. Well, no, do's. there are cans and cannots because there are certain there are certain uh, anti discrimination policies that you know that are in, that are the law that you cannot do. But there's all the subtle discrimination that happens and what and you know the public shaming. No, no because then you you actually take it to the uh, the the cake maker. Uh, that didn't want to make right, the right. Jack. Court. Now you got right. Jack Phillips, where you know they're trying to say to him, he's using religious freedom, right? But under religious freedom, there are there have been some recent um, thing, uh, things passed, which said that you're not required, like the Hobby Lobby thing, you're not required to do something that that goes against your religious beliefs. So that's why a school was not required to pay for um, no, but birth control for their employees. Yeah, but the caller's question is. They're actually very interesting because we don't have a law in play here. We're, we're going, we're going on uncharted territory, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, they, because they say, they say, oh, it's the law, but it's not the law. And then they decide which laws they want to uh, make up or enforce. It just, I don't, I don't understand. See, I think that the, the whole cake scenario was to set up this idea, and plus with the social media, to set, set up this idea that. You know, private business can do whatever they want, and now and now our government is using that against us. Well, I like the idea that private business can do whatever they want. Um, it's just, you know, like the NBA can actually um, do whatever they want, and the NFL can do what they want. You know, in terms of t- telling you uh, uh, to be woke in in essence, uh, but. Uh, I, are, I have the, the I have every right to turn them off. I don't need to be told to, uh, to wake up because I've already been woke since my whole life. I've never I've, I've never had a racist bone in my body not once. To um to the caller's point, there isn't a law, but what it is is it's an agency order from the CDC. Huh. That's what it is, and so the agency or the the agency order that the so what does an agency order mean? Uh, well. I'm not sure. The the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, a component of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, announces an agency order requiring persons to wear masks over the mouth and nose when traveling on any conveyance, airplanes, trains, subways. I'm just reading this as an example. But what does that mean? Yeah. In terms of law. Right. I mean, yeah, what authority does that have? It's an order under Section 361 of the Public Health Service Act. So It's a recommendation. It actually says it's an order. It's, Supreme Court would have something to say yeah. about that, maybe. Well, and I think, I think you know, this becomes a, a question of parsing all of this. How far do you take it? You're, you know, you're, and it is subject to some limitations under the applicability. But still, the point. But the point is, is that you know, wh- who is the authority on the law? Is it the CDC or on the order? It's the CDC, I guess, in this circumstance. But when you walk around to you know to the caller's point, like I just noticed this, like you know, riding the metro, I'll see a sign saying, "Well, it's the law that you must wear a mask." Well, it isn't really technically the law, but they're using words like that because those are words that people understand, and they have mm. a they have a harsh. Uh, fear component to them that if you break the law you're going to get into trouble yeah no i think that the call i think your question's brilliant like when i uh when i i'm sorry i think your question was really a good question actually it's perplexing Uh, okay do you think uh, anybody has a leg to stand on with the uh, public humiliation and the you know the 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 
trespassing issue and all that? Is there? Do you, yeah. I'm just wondering if maybe you could do a, a little segment on maybe we can um, formulate some sort of a, a countermeasures to to what these people are doing. You know, some sort of a legal uh, uh, sta- uh, leg to stand on there. See, I don't think. See, here's the problem. Because I, you can't use because you can't use the NDAA. They don't care about that. I told them, oh, you know, I got a medical issue. They're like, oh, so you can't come in then. You know, and I had one. I had one. Uh, a Vaughn store manager tell me that he makes the laws. <laughs> like, okay, well, is murder illegal in your store? Here? <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, you know, the thing is, I I can tell you that I have several lawyer friends, and I bet you, I would get a, a different a different answer from each one of them. Uh, or, or a subtle nuance of a different answer, you know, like a different blend of an answer uh, to the question that you raised. Uh, I think it's just so ambiguous, the the, the law surrounding that. Um, you know, it comes down to basically doing the right thing, and doing the right thing is uh, uh, interpreted differently by everybody <laughs> in terms of w- what an agency order would be, you know. But anyway, thank you for calling in on that. Anything else? Thanks for taking my call, guys. All right, take care. No, take that's care. it. Okay. Bye. All right, bye. Um, yeah, that's a that's a question with no answer, <laughs> really. I mean, you know, it's a private business, so they can get they can do anything they want. Well, like you know, if you walk into my living room, yeah, um, I get to control the remote. Well, you know what? I, you, <laughs> you know, know no, you know so what? I, I, you know, or I have, I'll give it to you. I'll give you the remote. You know what? I have discovered. I'm not going to say the name of the business, but um, there are, there are some businesses out there that under their own auspices. They're not. Re- they're not enforcing. If it's their building, they're not enforcing the mask wearing, etc. And I've heard these stories that there are vendors out there there are, that are being described as not as um, you know, COVID. Uh, you know, focused. I mean, again, people will do whatever makes the guests feel comfortable. But you know, some of the regulations where you see, and you know, you're in certain places, like okay, you got to put the mask on immediately. Some of those barriers are are not there. So it, it, it's interesting. I, it, it's almost going to, in my mind, going to become like an underground economy. Okay, these are vendors that don't require you to wear a mask. Yeah. These people will cater a party without people having to wear a mask. You know, that's what you're going to so start C- seeing. CNN Wire says the Biden administration is currently working to develop a system for people to prove they've been vaccinated against the coronavirus, according to or the Chinese terrorist virus, <laughs> uh, according to a Which senior administration. name is better? <laughs> oh, it's definitely Chinese vi- terrorist virus, um, because they're already now um, uh, the WHO. Yeah. They've come to... They've come to re- the realization that it came from an animal. Right. So I said, oh, that, that's convenient. Um, because the last I checked, the animal's defenseless. Right. The animal has no lawyer. The animal doesn't speak English. What a perfect scapegoat. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's absolutely stunningly brilliant. Let's blame it on the pet. Let's blame yeah. it on the, 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 the animal. So the animal gets blamed for it. The animal is defenseless. The animal has no money. You can't sue the animal, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect, right? What a great scapegoat that is. Who knew? Yeah, well, it's true. You can't sue an animal. Yeah, that's really, really good stuff. You can sue an animal's owner. Hey, by the way, folks, uh, we have a, a new website. Uh, we developed a, the website over at redstatetalkradio.com. 
And when you go there with your phone, especially now, it's still actually it's rough. It was it was launched over the weekend, but when we launched it, uh, what happened was a lo- some things broke because it had a different URL, and then we uh, had some problems over the weekend. But in any case, if you go there with your phone, uh, do you know that the logo uh, actually turns into a tune-in player, and the um, and just below the logo is a thing that says call 215 Top Talk to call into the show. And if you click on that with your thumb uh, from your phone, guess what happens? What happens? It launches your phone to call into the show. Well, that's perfect. How convenient is that? Yeah, so if that? you're driving, driving uh, while dialing, which I don't recommend, but, you know, if you're on the road and you just kind of pull up red state talk radio and you know you can make that like an like an icon on your phone right so you just say save it to my home screen and the next thing you know you can click on put your thumb on that top you know 215 top talk right and you put your thumb on it and it calls the station right away you don't even have to figure out what top talk means in terms of the phone number that's good maybe then we're going to get new callers because it'll Um, be so much easier for them to call so, well, you know when you. Um, oh, wait, uh, so Terry just wrote in, and Ter- Terry's actually a truck driver. He could do this with his thumb if he if he puts us into a favorite mm-hmm. as is uh, redstatetalkradio.com. It says he says underground economy is here. I only shop places that aren't mask uh, anal retentive. <laughs> so he's referring <laughs> to my comment about yeah. the underground economy. But, okay, so where are we going there? Okay, so I just wanted to make that announcement with the, about the phone. website. Yeah, well, the website, too, is brand new website. Uh, we tried to make it like a lo- look a lot like the old one um, because we did, we wanted that familiar- familiarity. But uh, we have now a platform to where there's the sky's the limit. There's no end, end in sight as to what we can do with it. And there's going to be changes to the site. Right now, we just launched it in the its current theme but we have a lot more bells and whistles and little toys and tricks uh that we're able to do uh but in any case just go and check it out uh it's it's really kind of a draft a rough draft uh we're going to actually do a lot more with it but we're now on a platform where we can actually do that um so this whole vaccine thing is just another part of the control what were they doing with climate change all this time Climate change, they were actually trying to get you to put solar panels on your house, and they wanted you to have a windmill in your yard, and they were going to tell you that you couldn't have a pipeline, and they were going to tell you, you, you that a, a puddle was a, was a pond and that you were in a lake zone. Um, they wanted to regulate you to death, and they, they used climate change to do that. Um, and they taxed you. Yep. As a result of that, so people don't realize how expensive all that is. Yeah, so so in, you know they they made you actually have paper um, straws, mm-hmm. right? Recyclable. Which are this, awful. Recyclable I can't that. stand paper straws. Yeah, no, we got a caller. Let's see. So, um, welcome to the Scott Adams Show. Hi. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Did you hit the button? Hey. The button. Yeah, the button on your phone. <laughs> Oh no no no! I, I no no! I called directly. But, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm driving right now. I'm truck driver too, actually. But um, 
those vaccines are not vaccines at all. I, I don't know if you guys are aware of that. Well, I, I know that they, they have they formaldehyde are, in them, and they're 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 in our DNA. Uh, they're kind of like a new kind of vaccine. They're they're a new DNA of some sort. Yeah, they're mRNA, but but yeah. um, they're gene therapy and they're experimental. They're not even approved. So for what Biden's trying to do would pretty much be crimes against humanity. And um, are you familiar with Dr. Sherry Tenpenny? Say the name again. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny? Yeah, I have heard the name, yes. I would highly recommend uh, looking her up and she, she breaks down exactly what these are. And she, she said that she would be surprised that the people getting these shots that they would be alive a year from now. That's how that's how dangerous they are. Wow. It, it's really frightening. And, and it, there's just no information about it because it's all being shut down every year. You know? it, 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 it's really frightening. Um, sir- I, just wanted to, I just wanted to say that so people can be aware, you know. Right. So, so, can you spell the name for me on the woman that you're talking about, Sarah? What's her name again? Her name? Yeah. Yeah, Doctor Sherry Ten Penny, T E N and Penny. Okay. All right. We're, we're yeah. yeah I'm going to look her up and try to find out more. She has her own website. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, where, where, what's your name? And where are you calling from? Uh, I'm Greg. I'm calling from the uh, Mojave Desert right now. Mojave Desert. I've been there. My I used to. My family used to live there. Where is that? In California. It's California. Yeah. yeah. Not far from Bo- yeah, near Boston, right? You're still in California. You're, okay. Yeah. 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 I did the same thing. I went to Vegas from there. Oh wow! Yeah, that's great. Uh-huh. All right. All right. Well, if you take a wrong turn, uh, Leonor right. will tell you how to get out of the, get out of that little. You know that that's actually a joke. I'm really bad at directions. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thanks a lot. All right, guys. You take care. All right, you too. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Sherry Tanzini. Yeah. I can't find it. Sounds a little familiar. Yeah. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna find that though because uh, I really want to get more information about these vaccines and um you know so the vaccine is now a requirement you have to put this poison into your arm or else or else you won't be able to travel so the idea is is this uh white house coronavirus coordinator jeff zines has led the white house role in coordinating the project an official told the post washington post our role is to help ensure that any solutions in the area, in this area, should be simple, free, open source, accessible to people both digitally and on paper, and designed from the start to project people's privacies, uh, to protect people's privacies. Yeah, right. But part of ensuring wide usage for vaccine passports is accounting for the large subset of the global population that still doesn't use or have access to smartphones. A few companies within the COVID-19 Credentials Initiative are also developing a smart card that strikes a middle ground between the traditional paper vaccine certificates and an online 
version that's easier to store and reproduce. So, you know, this vaccine thing is scary. You know, climate change, they wanted to do the climate change and control people's behavior. Mm -hmm. They wanted to control the way you lived. They wanted to ration. Mm -hmm. They wanted you to ration the way you live. Um, They wanted you to buy all these products that uh, didn't work as effectively. They wanted you to uh, buy a certain kind of light bulb. Uh, they wanted you to have a certain kind of glass in your offices. They wanted to, uh, you to regulate you in every way, shape, and form. And guess who benefits from these things? The globalists do, and the uh, businesses that are connected to those fo- to those uh, behaviors. That's right, but they're it's like oftentimes crony capitalism. Cro- it's cronyism. Yeah. So we got another caller. Caller, you're on the air. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. What's your name? Where are you calling from? It- David, California. It's Sherry Tenpenny, like ten pennies. Oh, ten pennies. Okay, Sherry. Yeah, T E N P E N N Y, ten penny. And he's absolutely right. She is. She's the authority, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, I got her. I got her. Sherry with the e- Good. Okay, I at the end. Thank you. Is that all you called about? Yeah, I just wanted to make sure because you, you, when you said it, it wasn't right, and you'll never find it under that one. Yeah, no, okay. I'm going to talk about it right now. Thank you. Uh-huh. All right, take care. All right, that's great. We have the best listeners. Don't we? And mm-hmm. um, so Sherry, S-H-E-R-R-I, and then Tenpenny, T-E-N-P-E-N-N-Y. And um, what she uh, is about is... Uh, basically saying no to vaccines. So what we're going to do is we're going to basically look into her and we're going to cover what she has to say. Maybe we'll even have her on as a guest, uh, which would be great. Um, So that's something for you to do. Get us that guest. Absolutely. All right. So she's anti-vaccine. I'm I'm anti-vaccine too, I have to say. I am anti anything that's foreign and putting it in my body. That's kind of how I feel. And but then like, I don't like the bit, the way it's being forced down my throat. Well, there's and that. I don't like to endorse the vaccines. Uh, yeah, I, I, again, but I'm sort of kind of feeling like we're going to be pushed into it. Yeah, that, I know. That's what my concern I know. is. I know, and that, and and it's sort of like getting on a train and going to a gas chamber. Yeah. What? It can be. If the life expectancy of a vaccine is a, is a year? Yeah. No, no what, 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 you're looking at me inquisitively. I, I, I think you need to explain that a little better. No, I think that there was a caller uh, that suggested that this, this could amount to Biden uh, engaged in genocide. Through, uh, through vaccines. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I or, th- or China, the COVID. Yeah. Um, you know, China terrorism is the worst kind of terrorism because, you know, I thought that you know, blowing up planes in the sky was terrible. Right. But when you think about it from a mass numbers per- perspective, or what was happening in Serbia, Bosnia was pretty bad. Yeah. Right. But um, no, no, COVID, and unleashing COVID and blaming it on a dog. Yeah. Is pretty bad too. Yeah. Because you're talking about killing millions of people. Right. Right. And then forcing them to get a vaccine. That we just played on Friday, uh, Bill Gates talking about uh, the vaccines controlling populations, you know, basically reducing the population from 9 million to 6 million. Yeah. 
and also talking about the return on investment uh, with respect to um, 20% return. Yeah. Uh, Ten billion gets you two hundred billion. So I do see Jonathan from PA. I'm going to pick that call up in just a second. I'm also going to pick up one other caller, uh, and that's Frank. Uh, I think it's Frank. But uh, uh, yeah. welcome, caller. Oh, hello. Uh, yes, I wanted to talk about Dr. Tenfitting. She's been banned from most of YouTube sites, and most of the doctors that speak about um, the virus and the shots that people are giving are banned from. YouTube. Therefore, you have to find another method to get in to hear what they have to say. I could, I'd like to recommend a method. There's a person out there called the Health Ranger. If you do a search for the Health Ranger, you will come upon his site and then look at the top of his screen and it says Investigating Reporting. After clicking on that, you go to a site that he has called Brighteon where just about every video that has been banned by YouTube is placed. Dr. Tenpenny can be found on that page by typing in a search for her name. However, there are other doctors that are very uh, along the same line as Dr. Tenpenny. There's a Dr. Corey, a Dr. Armstrong, a Dr. Gold, a Dr. Mata, and uh, Dr. Buttar. There's a whole list of doctors that are speaking on this subject. But I just, it's, it's hard to get in to hear her, and that's one reason people don't know about her or these other doctors that are speaking about the shot that people are supposed to be taking. Well, I think we're going to get her on, we're going to get her on as a guest then. Um, there's, uh, that's what we're going to do. Especially if she's been banned. I'm sure she'd be more willing to come on because she has been on constantly various sites discussing the problems with this virus. Right. Shot. Excuse me. Right. That right. Well, I'm I'm on a mission now. I'm I'm determined to get her uh, as a guest. It's an interesting last name. You will not regret it, and your listeners will be very happy to hear what she has to say. Thank you very much, Scott. Uh, what, what's your name? Where you, what What is your I, name? And I don't really know if I like your new page. I'm having trouble navigating it. Oh uh, well, well. It, yeah, we're going to do a lot more with it. So there's a lot okay. of problems with it right now, but we had to launch it because of the migration and breaking things. Um, we wanted to break it earlier than later. But in any case, what, what's your name and where are you calling from again? My name is Frank, and I'm calling from Oregon plagued Oregon where I wish I could move out of but it's hard to do that during this pandemic <laughs> right right thank you for calling today hey thank you for taking my call. all right Bye-bye. take care that's good information I'm loving the callers today yeah um, all right so we're going to go ahead and take Jonathan Jonathan welcome to the Scott Adams show yeah yes good morning that was really good information yeah and, uh, I didn't get the name of the website Healthranger.com, I think is what what I am. What is um, it? I'm I'm, well, I'm, oh, I'm Health actually Ranger. Health Ranger. So uh, I don't know if that's the right it was, site. It's another something like video.com, but anyway. Well, I would actually Google four words. I would Google Health Ranger and put that in quotes, and then I would Google um, Sherry Tenpenny, and I think you'd then find what you're looking for. Ah, and if you good. don't like Google, okay. which I don't, then you can bing it or you can duck, duck, go it. But, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, what I called about was um, the Biden administration appointees like the health secretary. I forget where if she is, DHS or something that came. She was the health secretary in Pennsylvania. Rachel Levine. Where they did it. Rachel That's, Levine, right. Yeah. <clears throat> I, knew, I knew you'd have it there. Um, and they did an abysmal job in Pennsylvania not listening to the legislature, not listening to the CDC guidelines, just um, not listening to the the plans that had already been made, just making up stuff by the whole cloth, and did a terrible job with the lockdown, with the, the nursing homes, all that. And now here she gets appointed to be, I don't know, is it DHS secretary or something like that? I think, she, I think she's a, assistant a health secretary or something like that. I think it's a he, like. actually. No, it's, uh, it's a he. He, she, um, uh, Rachel's birth name was Richard, but um, I think it's assistant oh. health secretary. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and so what qualifies that person <laughs> to be, you know, to be appointed to even a higher position. And I heard another talk show asking the same question. And my answer is, they did exactly what they were told. By whom? We don't know. Uh, Obama, Soros, I, I, that'd be my guess, is somewhere in there. But that's that's what's going on from from what I can see. Yeah. And, and oh, they yeah. did exactly what they yeah. were told, and they wanted... They wanted the results that they got. They well, wanted a negative situation. And now, I mean, somebody's running the show, and it's not Biden-Harris. Yeah, well, you know, that's interesting, because um, I have a clip from Maria Bartiroma where she says um, something to the effect, I know Biden's on the phone all the time with Obama, and I'm hearing he's running things from behind the scenes. <laughs> that's Maria Bartiroma uh, said that over the weekend. Yeah, uh, I, I hey, believe that. Jonathan, we got Terry uh, okay. from Arkansas coming in uh, to to talk as really? well. Um, I don't know if you want to hang out or, or I can hang out. Okay, yeah, hold on. Yeah. All right. Bit. So Ter- I know Terry's on the in a truck. I can hear it. Morning, so- Scott. Hey, Terry. Hey, how are Terry. Hey, uh, we had COVID come visit my daughter-in-law. She works in a nursing home. And, you know, of course, she got all panicked, worried about it. And I told her, you know, I, I told her, though, I said, go down, there, go down here and get you some quinine tonic water, some zinc tablets, and some vitamin D. She started taking it. She just barely run a fever off of it. And, heck, you know, I said, in less than a week, she had it knocked out, and she's back to her same old perky self. My son, he was drink, he was take, he was doing the same thing. And he never can he never caught it from her. So yeah, so there is there is treatments for COVID that's over the counter. I mean, yeah, still I think people my people perish for a lack of knowledge is one of my one of my favorite Bible verses. So yeah. I said, yeah, I said people need to educate themselves on how to how to treat themselves. Yeah, so I'm still running to the doctor every time every time they think something's wrong. She called the doctor. He gave her steroids. She hated the steroids. She said they didn't do anything for her, but uh, she, she absolutely she absolutely loved the tonic water and the zinc tablets. Once, mm-hmm. she, once she mixed some grape juice with it because she hated the taste, but you know how that goes. Yeah. Wow. So, anyway, that's all 
well, that's all I really got to say. Yeah, Dr. Tenpenny has been all over this whole pandemic, and, and there ain't no vaccines being given in my house. I mean, yeah, I don't need to be, I don't need to be a science project. Ooh, what in the world is that? All right, I'm gonna let you go. There's some kind of feedback going on. Sound like a rooster crowing in the background. I know. All right, right, take care. Get you later, Scott. All right, bye-bye now. Uh, Okay, so was that Jonathan? Was that your... um... Uh, That was... uh, Sorry about that. That was... uh, uh, I can't explain it right now. Some asshole. All right. I guess I'll have to go. Okay. All right, all right, take care. All right. So we have a lot of interesting callers today. (laughs) People are fired up this morning. So let's listen to um, what uh, Maria Bartiroma had to say about that. Um, because, you know, who is running the show uh, right now? I wish it was Donald Trump, that's for sure. And Donald Trump actually had some things to say this weekend. He crashed a wedding. Yes. <laughs> and right, if elected, he would be the most progressive president in history. One year later, he's doing everything possible to secure that legacy including recently inviting a group of prominent historians to the White House for a two-hour deep dive into previous administrations and how the radical agenda here stacks up. So far, Biden has signed a total of 37 executive orders, 32 of them during just his first month in office, surpassing even FDR during the Great Depression. Here to react, political commentator Christian Walker and Charlie Kirk, the president and founder of Turning Point USA. Gentlemen, good morning to you. Thanks very much for being here. Charlie, kick us off and assess where we are with this administration. What strikes you most? Yeah, yeah, Joe Biden is governing, if you can call it that, completely inconsistent with how he ran for office in the general election. He seems more interested in how historians are going to describe his presidency 20 or 30 years from now. He wants to be known as Woodrow Wilson or FDR or LBJ, someone that basically changed America's trajectory in a more progressive or liberal direction. That is not what people voted for at all. He said that he would bring people together. He would be a healer and a unifier. When was the last time Joe Biden actually ever talked to a Trump voter? That's a legitimate question. Was the last time Joe Biden looked in the eyes of someone who voted for Donald Trump and understood their worldview and what they want for the country? Instead, he is almost pandering to the ruling class and the professor class of Harvard, Princeton, Yale, and Stanford. He just wants to make sure they write nice things about him a couple decades, and he does not care about the direction the country goes. He is on pace to be a dangerously progressive president. And the final thing I'll say is he almost wants to prove to Obama that I can do what you couldn't do when it comes to pandering to the liberal base and implementing progressive ah. policies. Ah, that's what it is. I know he's on the phone all the time with Obama, and I'm, I'm hearing that he's running things from, from behind the scenes. Christian, it is a fair question, especially since Joe Biden told us he was going to have unity. Unity, unity, unity was one of his major catchphrases. Biden's more worried about appealing to the most radically left Democrats than he is illegal immigrants jumping the border, breaking into our country and stealing jobs from low wage workers. And what's concerning as Americans who really care about our. By the way, the guy speaking is a, a, a black homosexual yeah. that I've never actually seen before, but a uh, very articulate uh, man here. And uh, it's just I think that I think that uh, the Democrats are chasing away that group that once used to buy into the, what they Absolutely. were doing. Absolutely. And uh, because I'm seeing more and more people of color, people of uh, all kinds of different persuasions, um, 
and uh, I actually welcome it. I, I, you know, I'm a Christian, and uh, you know, the the idea is, uh, um, I understand all the complexities surrounding these issues, right? Um, but people will be people, right? You can't change who people are, right, and right. what they choose to do with themselves. But you also can't preassume um, that they're going to they're all going to be Democrats. No, and I'm loving the fact. That I think that that's one of the um, benefits yeah. to having a Donald Trump presidency was that he opened up a lot of eyes. Absolutely. And let's continue to listen to this, though. I just thought I would add that. Our country is we don't have anyone in our corner holding this man accountable. We don't have the media who asks him the tough questions. We don't have reporters that hold him accountable like they falsely hold, held Trump accountable, how they falsely blame Trump for being a racist. They won't even ask Biden honest, fair questions. So we have to do the work. We have to make sure we're letting the administration know through using our voices that a lot of these policies he's trying to implement are not okay, and most Americans are absolutely disgusted by the direction he's trying to push our country and the liberal radical agenda he's trying to usher in. Well, I'm glad you mentioned the media because I want to take a break. So that that is um, uh, what Mark Maria said, though, is is that um, the idea uh, that he's spending a lot of time on the phone with uh Obama, but I thought that both of those points, yeah. I thought Charlie Kirk's point, as usual, uh, was brilliant. And um, we are going to get uh, Sherry Tempenny on to talk about vaccines. Um, let's see here. Uh, lost my place. Um, but in any case, you know, we, we talked about COVID a lot. We talked about the vaccines and we talked about government control uh, we talked about globalism and regulation we've been on this kick lately talking about how all of these things are directly impacting our lives yeah and it's all ultimately what they want and they'll use anything as an excuse to control you yeah and again the reason why i bring up climate change isn't because it's relevant it's not really relevant but i'm going to say look at what they did there yeah. The, the problem with climate change is they tried to make it look like it was the Armageddon of our time. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I remember that Obama would say, would say uh, the, the, the most existential threat. He said this at the uh, commencement speeches that he gave at, at um, these military schools yeah. and, and academies. And he would say it's an existential threat. Well, guess what? It wasn't. You know, it, he would try to play it up like it's worse than nuclear war. And it isn't. And it was a big fat lie. Al Gore, everybody knows Al Gore lied his butt off and it got was, an award it, to do it. It was an inconvenient truth that Al Gore's theories were not true. Yeah. And so, you know, the idea is that nobody's really buying into the lies anymore. That, that, that ship has sort of sailed. You know, that uh, climate change. And I'd have these liberal friends of mine that would say oh you can't tell me it's you know climate's not changing and it's like yeah no that's how you changed your story from global warming to climate change and then it'll probably because, change to something else because there's no that you can't def, you know you, how do you do how do you defend black how do you actually attack black lives matter how do you actually attack the innocence project or how do you actually attack climate change climate's always changing Right. So they always get you on these phrases. 
Well, they get but, you on phrases yeah. either if they're too um, general, like climate change, or if they're trying to pull at your heartstrings. Black lives matter. Of course, black lives matter. All lives matter. Yeah, but now you're a racist once you say that. But that well, that's the problem. Is either once you say you say all lives matter, you're a racist. But the thing is, is that they were trying to make an existential threat. Well, guess what? They got their they got their they got their um, dream project now, which is COVID. COVID. Now we got a new strain. Now we got a new vaccine. Uh, the elderly in UK are going to have a third round of vaccines. Yeah. Guess who's happy about that? The person selling the third round of well, vaccines. Exactly. Okay, and, and that's the pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. Right. The um, and then uh, Joe Manchin's wife just got, um, just got uh, or Joe Manchin's wife just got a big job. Yeah. And she was the one that was gouging prices on the EpiPen. Yeah. Right. I mean, Joe Manchin, just to ensure that Joe Manchin is going to actually sign off on the filibuster. Mm-hmm. He said he wouldn't sign off on packing the um, packing the Supreme Court. Yeah. Joe Manchin. Right. Closer to the mic. What? <laughs> yeah. I'll do that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but the um, the idea is that um, he said he said he said he wouldn't do that, but he's doing everything else that gets one step in yeah. like step one step closer to supreme court packing yeah. so he could say oh i'm from west virginia and we don't like supreme court packing right but we do like the filibuster which if you do the filibuster now you actually get dc as a 51st state or maybe not dc but dc's just a setup to get puerto rico as a mm-hmm. 51st state because they'll use dc They'll say, well, D.C. and the Constitution can't be a 51st state. So then, okay, they'll take the argument to the Puerto Rico. And now they'll say, the only reason why it is that D.C. wasn't because of this rule. But we're going to go ahead and make Puerto Rico the 51st state. And we'll make some, uh, the American Samoa uh, the th- 52nd state. And now that's four more Democrat senators. There will always be Democrats from And then we'll states. go off and annex a few more places. And then next thing you know, Joe Manchin's vote doesn't even matter. They got enough without the filibuster. And with four more Democrat senators, they get enough to actually pack the Supreme mm-hmm. Court. So that is the fear and... That is what I think their their agenda uh, will be. So um, uh, let's switch over to another Biden-created crisis, and that is Biden admin waives background checks for caregivers at child migrant facilities. What? So now we have several problems happening there. We've got the illegal immigration. We've got the potential spread of disease. And then on top of that, we've got potential child trafficking or pedophilia happening. That's right. Three problems, all created by one man. Yeah, it's absolutely (laughs) disgusting. Uh, So we did say we had a clip of um, uh, Donald Trump. So let's take a listen to what Donald Trump had to say this weekend. When he was a wedding crasher? Yes. Let's take a listen. Times may be Uh, tough, but TMZ's got your back. We'll We'll fill your mind. (laughs) I don't know about this. Uh, It's live radio, right? So, um, well, we got about another three seconds before this stupid ad is. uh, Here we go. 
It's TMZ. You know, I just got, I turned off the news. I get all these flash reports, and they're telling me about the border. They're telling me about China. They're telling me about Iran. How are we doing with Iran? How do you like that? Well, they were ready to make it. You know, they would have done anything. They would have done anything. And this guy goes and drops the sanctions, and then he says, we'd love to negotiate now. We're not dealing with the United States. They don't, oh, no, they don't want to deal with us. In China, the same thing. They never treated us that way, right? You saw what happened a few days ago. It was terrible. And uh, the border's not good. The border is the worst anybody's ever seen it. And what you see now, multiply it times 10, Jim. You would know how to handle He's the only one I know that might handle the border tougher than me. But we have to. And the tough is in the most humanitarian way, because that's what it is. What's happening to the kids, they're living in squalor. They are living like nobody has ever seen anybody. There's never been anything like what's And you're going to have hundreds, and you have it now. They have the airplane photos, the shops, and they call them shops. And these things are showing thousands and thousands of people coming up from South America. And it's going to be, it's just, uh, look, it's a disaster. It's a humanitarian disaster from their standpoint, and it's going to destroy the country. And frankly, the country can't afford it because you're talking about massive, just incredibly massive amounts, our school systems, our hospital systems, everything. So it's a rough thing, and I just say, do you miss me yet? <laughs> do you miss me yet? <laughs> Apparently they do. <laughs> As we were saying, we did get 75 million votes, nobody's ever gotten that. They said, get 66 million votes, sir, and the election's over. Well, I got 75 million, and they said, but you know, you saw what happened. 10.30 in the evening, all of a sudden they said, that's a strange thing. Why are they closing up certain places, right? You know, a lot of things happening right now. I just wanted to say, it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to have you at Mar-a-Lago. You are a great and beautiful couple. And for many, many years of your What a great guy. I get I this question it. all the time about people... Um, uh, calling in or texting me or yeah. um, uh, emailing uh, the show, and uh, what they'll I get this question all the time, and the question is, um, what's going to happen next? Do you, do you think Trump's going to run again? Do you what, what's going to happen? And we got this organization, MAGAPAC.org, and uh, we're looking uh, to you know really make a difference in uh, in ri- taking out the rhinos. And it takes a little help, you know. So we really do appreciate the people that have been donating to, whether it's buglecall.org, which is the entity, and magapac.org, which is the subdivision entity of this nonprofit uh, 501c3, which is pending right now. Um, but we, we have already applied and got that thing going on. And... Uh, it's part of the reason why it is that we've actually revamped uh, Red State Talk Radio's website is because Red State Talk Radio is the media arm that's going to carry a lot of water for the messaging of these organizations. Um, but what we're trying to do is make a difference. We're trying to actually take out the rhinos and hold the GOP accountable for the mistakes that they have made. Ronald McDaniel being the, the one in the room that basically the elephant in the room, so to speak, uh, that's been endorsing these Liz Cheney's and Adam Kinzinger's and Lisa Murkowski's and Susan Collins uh, of the world. 
And so many of these individuals have gotten a lot of direct help, whether it's uh, Bill Cassidy in Louisiana who voted to impeach the president. Um, over what? You know? And he was a senator, and he should have known better. And Trump stumped for him. Yeah. And uh, I, I, uh, I will never forget the people that actually threw due process out the window and, you know, but the idea is Bill Cassidy already just won. So, and Susan Collins just won. So they are not low-hanging fruit right now. They're going to be in the Senate for six years. So, but Lisa Murkowski, Murkowski is up. Uh, she's up in 2022. And, and the Congress uh, men and women are up every two years. So we are going to go after the primaries. And we are going to try to make a difference. But I believe that what's going to happen with Donald Trump is, has a, is going to be very much dependent on what we're able to achieve as a, par, as, a, as a group. I don't even want to say party anymore because I don't stand with the GOP. No, I understand what you're saying. I don't stand with saying. the Republican Party. What I'm saying is, is that we got to get some inroads and some litigation and legalese with respect to the Dominion voting machines, because without fair elections, you know, what's the point, right? So we got to get the elections to be fair and square. And then in addition to that, what we have to do is we have to um, then support an agenda and hold candidates that are part of the GOP accountable for this agenda. And that's the America First agenda, the American First policies that will be instrumental in making America great again. And that's secure borders, strong military, lower taxes, deregulation, um, bilateral trade, uh, you know, opposing globalist multinational corporate corporate deals and multilateral trade deals that uh, are, don't have America's values first uh, to get control of our health care and privatize it and make it competitive and transparent, you know, and all of these other things that we can actually get into gun rights uh, and, and cracking it down against abortions on demand and a whole bunch of other things. But we need to support these things. And I think that what happens in 2022 will go a long way in um, dictating or the terms of what Donald Trump's decision is going to be. I think Donald Trump's going to base his decision based on what happens in 2022. He's going to keep his eyes open and he's going to see. Now, if we have a big win in 2022, I think you're going to see Donald Trump run for a second term. There's no doubt about it. But that brings us to the end of our show. It's been an exciting show today. Um, but my name's Scott Adams. My name is Leonor Corbetta. And we'll see you all on the radio the next time we get on the radio. So we'll see you next time on the radio. And stay tuned. we got a new show today. Um, Beer, Chips, and Politics will be coming up at 5 p.m. today. Check that out. And we'll see you uh, next time. Bye-bye. We're a stand, the mound's getting steeper. I grab a shovel, dig the hole a little deeper. Just to bury my kids right up to there.